you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Michael Robinson. And I'm Mike Garofolo. How goes it, M. Robinsy? I'm reading it. There you the go. Script. They yeah, tried to script don't this off it. the bat. Don't, we don't do it, Jesus. We don't do it. We don't script things. But guess what? Today, we're going to let you guys in on what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. We're talking to Steve Jordan, the Viking six-time Pro Bowl tight end. And yes, he's father of another six-time Pro Bowler, uh, defensive end for the Saints. Cam Jordan and guys, you're not gonna believe the advice he gave Cam that made him start playing football. You're not you're not gonna want to miss it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little bit about NFL football, <laughs> a little bit about Pop Warner coaching, and a little bit about parenting. It was a yeah, little bit of everything. It was, it was a great awesome. interview. Jeezy, let me read this off, okay? 13 seasons in the National Football League for the Minnesota Vikings, seventh round pick. In 1982, I was just a glimmer in my father's eyes then. I was born in 83. Inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor in 2019. And also, yeah, he's the dad of Cam Jordan. Stephen Jordan, welcome to the podcast, brother. So glad to have you. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, I've listened to you guys' podcasts, and uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm just uh, thrilled to be on it. So if you listen to the podcast, you know how it goes. Everybody's got to come on and give us a locker room story from their playing days. Uh, and I'm sure you got some great ones. Give us your best one, Stephen. Yeah, that's going to be hard to uh, <laughs> that's be hard to, to bring in. But, uh, you yeah, know, let me give you a little something different, actually, you know, in terms of locker room, just to give you some feel, because I think a lot of people have different connotations of locker rooms, you know, and for the NFL and that kind of thing. But as you guys know, I mean, the, the locker room is like the, the heart and soul yeah. of the team, right? That's where stuff happens. That's where we all interact, you know, and and uh, and there's some good times with it from, you know, back in the day when uh, if you saw in Living Color, we had only <laughs> don't play that. Sock. <laughs> yeah, sock fights after practice every almost every day, man. It was it was off the charts. And I mean, people were coming strong with these homie that don't play that with the, the sock, right? 
you had that kind of thing going on. But we also had dynamics where there was uh, there were there was business that had to take that had to get done. Right. And so I'll even throw back to you like my my rookie year, which was really impactful to me in 82, which uh, a part of the um, we, we were on uh, a lockout that year, which is ironic that I would be on a lockout my rookie year and then yeah. Cam would lock out his rookie year. That's but crazy. It is. It is. And so nonetheless, one of the things we got was salary information. And so before that, it was like you didn't know what the next person next to you was making unless you had the same agent or something. They might give you some info. And this goes back to like, um, uh, you know, Gene Upshaw and, um, you know, back in the day when he was at at the uh, Raiders and, and Al Davis would bring him in and say, hey, hey, by the way, you know, uh, don't tell Art Shell, Gene, you're the highest paid offensive lineman. Don't tell Art, you know, and they were frat brothers. We're all frat, right? Yeah. And, he's like, and he's like, he wouldn't even tell them. They were roommates and he wouldn't even tell them. And then Art would come in and Art would be like, you know, hey man, you know, I got to get paid. You know, both of them were very successful. And, and uh, Al would be like, hey man, you know, Art, you're the highest paid offensive lineman. Don't tell Gene because it's just a mark. What was happening? And so I had a dynamic of when I came in as a rookie, you know, we just got, we came off the, the, uh, the, uh, the lockout late in the season, salvage the season. But one of the things that we got was salary information. And then to see the locker room, that was a pretty cool locker room. All of a sudden, guys got that sheet, started thumbing through that sheet to see who else was making what kind of money. Oh, Lord Jesus. It was a whole different, it was a whole different dynamic right then. And it took a while for us to get over that, you know. But once we did, then it was all good, right? And, and it needed to happen. But Guys like, hey, wait a minute, man, I'm starting in front of him and he's making more than me. You know, and you got that kind of dynamic going on. It took a while for people to get OK with it. And then we had a general manager in Mike Lynn at the time that was just all about, you know, I, I'm keeping my salaries low. You know, that was his pride and joy. And it was just not uh, it was just not a good, good situation. It took us a while to get over. It. But again, that that's another side of the of the um, of the locker room that a lot of people don't really talk about. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in that locker room to hear just the conversations. I mean, now we just look on, you know, NFL Network and we see what guys are making right on the TV screen. I just couldn't imagine back then what you guys went through. So 13 seasons in the National Football League, all with the all with the Vikings. OK, you had some crazy teammates, some great teammates, you know, Chris Dolman, Herschel Walker, Chris Carter. I mean, Hall of Fame type of guys. John Randall is one of my favorite individuals in the world. I love that dude. Love is, there, is there a player that you played alongside that? I don't know, from a character standpoint, just kind of sticks out. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude is somebody, you know, I wanted to, you know, tell my kids about or this guy, something that he, he made training camp, you know, fun or whatever the case may be. Who's that guy for you that was in your locker room? Ooh, we had a few. We had a few. You know, I was uh, really, really blessed uh, to have a few of those. And, um, you know, I'm trying to uh, think because there's several guys that, that uh, come to mind. You know, I'm I'm thinking there was a brother that 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 came through later, uh, Mike Merriweather. If you remember that name, you know, came from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and 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 Mike uh, was was awesome. I mean, just a good, solid, high character guy that that um, you know just laid it out for. Him. And then and like I said, just a really 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 solid guy. Um, I'm also thinking, uh, you know, just in terms of what he did on the field, uh, you know, practice, whether it was working out all the above, 
he was just um, he was just top notch. Um, you know, we had some some, you know, I'm thinking guys like my old roommate, frankly, you know, Darren Nelson, you know, Stanford grad uh, came in the league, you know, as, as a running back. And, uh, you know, his regiment and and his work ethic and um, and just, you know, family oriented, um, you know, leadership just, you know, just did a lot, you know, for the team uh, as well. Uh, like I said, just really great guys like that. Um, you know, there were I'm, I feel bad because I'm probably missing a few. But uh, but like I said, I was blessed to have a lot of those guys like that. Greg Coleman, for instance. Yeah. Greg Coleman, you know, who. Uh, first black punter in the in the NFL, you know, who just was a great community guy, you know, and his wife, they were they were a great leadership couple because as young guys came in the in the league and came on the team, you know, Eleanor, his wife, was really integral in trying to, you know, inculcate the new wives and or girlfriends, you know, into, <laughs> into the mix, right? And uh and and kind of get everybody uh, on the same page. So I, I was blessed to have quite a few of those in my uh in my career. Well, Mike Rob mentioned Chris Carter. I'll be on uh, Good Morning Football with him uh, coming up pretty soon. I, I got to get one Chris Carter story just so I can share it with him. <laughs> and like, you know, I did some digging here. Yeah. Right, right. No, Chris. <laughs> Chris was Chris. Is, Chris is Chris. Love him. Love him. Uh, you know, when Chris came in, as you can imagine, right, he came in out of Philadelphia. He had that you know, got cut by Buddy Ryan, you know, had some issues, you know, early in his career. And Chris talks about that. You know, mm -hmm. I remember when when Chris got saved, actually, and uh, met with our um, uh, team uh, chaplain and uh, and ultimately got saved. And I, he was a better person as a result of it. No question about it. But but, um, but I also remember one time we were in Tampa and uh, and, and this was early in, in uh, Chris's tenure with the Vikings. And and we had another receiver uh, who was who was getting it in. I mean, it was it was Hassan Jones, mm. and Hassan was out of Florida State, and he just was he was catching everything. He was just getting time, and so Chris had gotten injured. He was trying to get back in the mix, and uh, we go down to Tampa, and uh, and ultimately, uh, you know, Chris got there at halftime. I mean, showed up at halftime in the locker room, and he's like. You know, he's like, hey, man, because I think we were down a little bit and he wanted to get in the game. He's so super, super competitive. I, I love that about him. He was like, man. And he started making a speech in the locker room. He got emotional and stuff. He's like, man, we ought to be killing these guys. I mean, we ought to be out there. And I need to be in the game, too, because I ain't no guy. Good leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And it was like, oh, okay, well, all right, I, I hear you pleading your case, but you know, that's a coach's <laughs> thing right now, you know. But anyway, so he uh, and eventually he got back in the mix, and and of course had a had a stellar career. But uh, but yeah, Chris was not at um, he wasn't he wasn't holding back any words. He was going to say what he was going to say, <laughs> and a lot of times it had to do with him getting in the game. So yeah, well, the one thing I <laughs> the one thing I know is that with whatever day I do Good Morning Football, I think it's uh, Thursday of next week. It's going to be interesting. It's yeah. not going to be boring. I know no, that. No, Chris, no, no not at all. Not at um, all. It, back in 2019, you were welcomed into the Vikings uh, ring of honor. What did that mean for you uh, that moment? And, and also to have your family there, including Cam. Cam was on hand. Right. Yeah, no, that was, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. I really do appreciate the, uh, the Vikings and the current ownership for that uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm probably two owners removed from, from that time frame when I played. And, and, and oftentimes it's about, you know, you can look at stats, you can look at what a person does in the community. 
And I was uh, fortunate to, you know, put up some stats and, and uh, you know, led the team and receptions all time, et cetera, even as a tight end and later to get, you know, shattered by Chris and uh, Randy Moss. Uh, so I figured that's a good company. But um, but at the same time, you know, these owners don't know me from Adam or what I did for the team. Uh, and for them to go back and also remember that, because I admittedly did a lot in terms of being in the community in Minneapolis. You know, you get entrenched and you really want to bring a lot of that to the table. And I and I did that uh, quite a bit. And so that was a couple of things that I was really you know proud of is my involvement in the community. And because um, I think being a uh, you know, a person in the ring of honor is, yes, it's about your performance on the field, but it's also your leadership on the team. It's your ambassadorship, you know, in the community as well. And, and that's where I thought, you know, hey, that, that seemed to strike a chord. But, you know, it's, it's been a while. And I just thought, hey, you know, maybe it's just not going to happen. And that's okay. You know, life goes on. I've been blessed regardless. But to have that happen and then to acknowledge it was particularly special. And like you said, to have it on a Thursday night, so Cam and his family, wow. uh, my grandson could see it, you know, that type of thing was really special. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Yeah, man, it, it had to be pretty cool and an amazing scene for you. Um, th this is what I really wanted to get to because I have an 11 year old son and, you know, he wakes up in the morning, he's running into the couch, he's do doing spins, jumping across the goal line. He was two or he was three or four years old when I played in the National Football League. Right. And so he aspires to do exactly what I did. Take us through being an NFL alum. OK, and having a son in the National Football League, like I can only imagine the resources and the things you're able to tell him uh, when he was entering the league. Can you kind of just take us through what, what you told Cam as he was entering the National Football League? Yeah, uh, let me let me give you a little precursor to that, though. Okay. Like you said, 11 year old. Right. So I remember when Cam was two years old, <laughs> this brother was kind of banging his head on the wall a little bit, you know, and I was like, Man, you know, that's aggressive. Right. Uh, but he he's the he's the baby boy. So, uh, you know, we got two sons and our daughter, Stephanie. So Joffrey is the oldest and Joffrey and, and Cam and, and myself. I mean, we used to it was WWE in Minneapolis, you know, kind yeah. of thing, man. So, I mean, they were, they were, I mean, we, I used to throw them around and we we're wrestling all that whole bit. So they really, they were kind of aggressive. A couple of times in school, 
Cam got into a situation where, you know, he got a little rough with some kids. It's just him being playful. And and those who know Cam know that boy is playful, you know, yeah. strong as an ox, but he's playful. And, uh, and I said, son, uh, you know, there's going to come a time when people are going to appreciate and celebrate this behavior. But now is not that time. Mm. <laughs> so you calm down when you're in the classroom or you're on the field, you know, recess, yeah. whatever. So take that forward, right? And then I said, hey, you know, you get a chance to play organized football when you're in the eighth grade. We, we didn't let them play organized contact ball before that. My mother didn't let me do it because she thought I'd get hurt. I'm kind of in that camp, you know, do other things. I'm really about do other, you know, we, they had to take piano lessons. They had to learn a musical instrument, you know, all this sort of thing. They took dance. They took soccer. They were in soccer. They were in tennis. They were in golf, you know, all of the above. Finally, it's your turn. Well, Cam had gravitated towards basketball, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, no, that's my thing. I'm gonna do a ba- I'm gonna be a basketball guy." Whoa. Ooh, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, bro. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, I had to be that dad. I'm not gonna lie. This is the one time I had to be that dad. But I knew what what his body size and his type was. I mean, I I knew that. I knew he was gonna be about six four. You know, at his senior year in high school, I figured he's gonna be about two forty. It's not a lot of 6'4", 240 basketball players. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, and so I said, hey, son, you know, I get that. But but here, I'm going to need you to play one year of, of Pop Warner. And then if you don't like it, I'm good. I, I just I don't want you to miss that opportunity to get to high school. And then you get late in high school and figure out, oh, I'm going to go try to play football. And then you get hurt because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, these guys are hitting at the high school level. Yes. And so, uh, so then he was like, you know, nah. So I said, all right, I signed you up and I had to be that dad. I'm like, dude, you're going, I drug him to the <laughs> practice and put him out there. He didn't want to go out there. He didn't want to go out there. He was like, Man. and he Cam's the type of brother that's going to be like, yeah, I'm showing everybody that my dad is the hole that yeah. wants me to be out here right yeah. <laughs> last in every drill you know he, 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 told, he told the coach he said hey hey you know I, I can't run these sprints man I got I got asthma my asthma's kicking up I, I was like he doesn't have asthma, <laughs> he, have asthma. <laughs> he was just tripping I was like bro yeah. you're going to run these sprints we, we can do it after everybody's gone but you're gonna run these sprints today you know kind of thing that's what I'm talking about and and we did this thing so even one time you know how you do Oklahoma drill the yeah, one. yeah. And, there and he's he's in line. He goes, he hits, you know, and he comes back to the end of the line. I'm I'm now I'm, I'm coaching this time now, and I'm in the back of the line. I see him. He kind of sniveling a little bit. He said, I, I leaned down. I said, Cam. I said, What's up? He said, He hit me in my stomach <laughs> too hard. Now, again, here's the thing. You could you. I hate to put this out there, but I got to. Yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm, I'm gonna call him right after <laughs> I this. Man. <laughs> I know you're gonna get in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, so I, I don't, I don't do the, I don't do the, the, the bliss dad, right? I don't yeah. do it. Oh, damn it, son, you're, you're strong, and you, I didn't do all that. I just leaned down. I said, "Son, you're one of the biggest players on the field. I'm going to need you to go get back in line, okay? Thanks. Got to calm, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm doing the thing. Long story short, man, he was like not having it, and he realized that you know I got to put in this work, and I'm only going to get four plays per half, which is by rules in, in Pop Warner. I'm like, son, that's right. You're only getting four plays, you know, because you've let everybody know you don't want to be here. There are guys out here that don't have a fraction of the talent that you have and you are just squandering it. And so, yeah, you're going to sit, you're going to get four plays and that's it until you decide that you want to do something different. Man, by, by mid, um, mid-season, he was starting, you know, he became the <laughs> team captain and, and then he got the bug, you know, now, now he just loved it, you know. 
And uh, and it worked out well, of course. But that also came back to me because when he was at Cal and he was playing, I can't remember who they played. I got the Dumbotron on and they yeah. put a, an image of the player. And it's like, here's some statement from a family member or, you know, like, God bless, you know, you're doing well. Keep going, Cal, go Cal. And, and they show cams on there on the Jumbotron and said, my dad made me play football. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's like, so cam, man. Uh, that is totally. so cam. Um, yeah. So, so I had to be that guy. Now I will say, I will tell you this, uh, uh, my So, so for, and you, you too, uh, bro, if, if in terms of your, your kids, you know, you, you, you gotta let them have, some space too, right? Because I coached also at the high school level. So I, I, I volunteer coach just because the boys were coming through and I wanted to be there for them. And the coaches invited me and I was like, yeah, for sure. And, um, and so Cam and I had to come to an, uh, an understanding because, you know, right after the game, you know, it was fresh in my mind. I, I, I run back all the plays and I'm like, hey, son, here's where you could do this. Here's where you need to do this. Here's where you shouldn't do this, whatever. And, and, and he's emotional after the game. I'm emotional after the game. And so we kind of had to come to some things, you know, one time in yeah. a game, you know, I was telling him about his knee brace and all this and that. You know, he had to wear a knee brace. He didn't like to. Fine. Dude, <laughs> just do it. Let's go. I was telling him a few things. He's like, Dad. He turned to me one time. Dad, I got this. I got this. Let me let me go. You know, kind of thing. I was like, <laughs> did he just say what I thought he did? <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the old Bill Cosby. I brought you in this world. Hey, bro, I t- <laughs> there you go. There you go. But we, we So we had to kind of have our 24-hour rule, you know. So let us all, you know, uh, woosaw a little bit after the game. We'll all process it. And then afterwards, you know, then we'll talk about it. And I give him my, my thoughts and, you know, we'll have some, some, uh, you know, some conversation on a more, uh, level and, uh, non-emotional basis. <laughs> now, 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 Steve, I know Jeezy ones want, got, got something to ask you, but, but for me, just a quick, just a quick, um, just a quick little follow-up, like, what do you? What's your feelings seeing that not not only is Cam just an NFL player, like he's elite though. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is not just some Rudy Pooh. I just made this team and I played a couple years. He's elite. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to feel some type of pride about that because I mean he's yours. You know what I'm saying? Like just give us your give us your feelings about that. Right. Right. Well, being the good Christian brother that I am, I'm trying not go. to get involved in pride. But I will tell you this, though, uh, uh, is that I am I am thrilled to see, you know, how his career has evolved. And to be honest, I, I felt like he could be really, really good. And, and he has exceeded my expectations. I will tell you that. Um, and I think he can continue and, and, and get even better. Uh, just, you know, from a body standpoint, you know, I mean, God bless this brother with, you know, 6'4". You know, I mean, he's 290. He doesn't look like it. You know, he's just so lean uh, and, you know, big boned and all that sort of thing. And and the speed that comes with it. I mean, that's get just, off. Yeah, get I mean, off. It's crazy, man. That's just a God given thing, you know. And so uh, and for him, I'm just I'm just thrilled to see what God is doing in his life. Uh, not only, you know, on the field, but particularly off the field, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, to become the family man that he is, um, you know, to bless us with you know, four grandkids, you know, and thank God for Nikki, his wife, who's, is a, that girl is a beast, man. I mean, she's like, you know, four kids, six and under, she handled her business, you know, and even with COVID last year, girlfriend is homeschooling two of them. And then they had Cha Cha, yes. which is, you know, 
the baby girl and you know you got to pop her up on and feed her every yep. once in a while and by the way I'm, oh man beast. That's, a, that's a new that's a new version of beast mode right yeah jeezy know what you're talking about jeezy got some babies in his house over the, there yeah, yeah. That, uh, we got two under four uh, yeah three yeah uh, she'll be four in october and then the youngest is is nine months so we, we didn't have to worry yeah. about the homeschooling we right. had to keep them from falling down the steps that's all yeah. so, and, and that's and that's a challenge in and of itself but for sure uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you up i i but you you talking about cam as a person leads perfectly into what i wanted to ask you about uh and that is his work off the field that you referenced but more recently his work with second harvest uh following hurricane ida tell us more about that Right, right. So for Cam, you know, again, he's we're all about family and trying to take care of folks and business and community. And 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 he's seen me do that. He's seen, you know, some of our other friends do that. Again, that's part of that thing about growing up in an NFL family, because he got to see a lot of people like Uncle Darren, Darren Nelson, Uncle Dole, Chris Dolman, other guys like that, that he grew up with Uncle Joey, Joey Browner. Who, uh, who just did a lot of stuff in the community. And, and so he's taken that to heart. Uh, again, you know, partnering with Second Harvest, providing, you know, thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of meals. And uh, and I and, and I, I just love that he's doing that. You know, when it came down to, uh, you know, some of the social justice, you know, racial equity issues, you know, he donated some money to uh, do a new training uh, for police officers. And um, uh, and that was, you know, in the, in the um New Orleans community, uh, which really was particularly special to me. I mean, I, I think that, you know, we know what the issues are with, you know, police um, issues around the country. Uh, his aunt Jerry, uh, Jerry Williams is chief of police uh, for uh, city of Phoenix. And so, you know, I, I love the fact that he reached out for the police and, and not just go off on the, hey, police are just out of control. No, let's let's focus in on what the issues are. Let's solve some issues. And he did that uh, to partner with them and, and provide some training. Uh, so again, I, I just love the fact that he's he's just a community guy. He's got big, big heart. And um, and sometimes I've had to pull him back. I think that's the other thing uh, that I've had to you know learn from. Because even when I was in the league, you know, I, I admit I did quite a bit, and that was good. But when you've got a young family, sometimes you got to dial it back yes, a little bit. So mm-hmm. I've told him, man, you know, you got to uh, you got to do that uh, because. Uh, your kids are only going to be this this young for a little bit, and it's going to go. So, uh, so I love what he's doing, but you know, again, he's also about the fam as well. All right, last question before we let you go. Uh, we got it. You know, we got to ask this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it. Predictions for the Saints this year, okay? Give us your Saints prediction, and then after that, slide in a little Minnesota Viking prediction as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So, so Saints, I'm, I'm bullish. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, you lose a Drew Brees. That's that's not an easy thing to replace. But I, I honestly think that Jameis Winston can, you know, ascend to a, in a, a really elite level. You know, he's got the arm. He's got all the tools. I think as most people have said, it's just decision making. And, and for him, you know, I, I wish they had played that last game against the Cardinals so that he could get one more run at it because you come off of a game like he had that second game. Uh, boy, that starts to, you know, you start to feel pretty good about yeah. it. Right. Uh, and, and it might lead to some false expectations. I, I think, I think he's going to do well. I think that the uh, saints are going to do well. Uh, you know, the defensively, you know, they got a lot of uh, key uh 
guys coming back, but at the same time, they've been, you know, hurt a little bit on that D line, uh, particularly that interior D line. So they're going to have to have some young people step up offensively though. I think they can be really good. You know, it hurts, you know, Michael Thomas is out. I mean, that, that just, that's That's a a big loss. That's a big loss. But again, you got some young guys that are stepping up and getting it in, Um, you know, but I, I, I'm big on them. You know, like I said, I think Sean Payton is going to come up with some nice, uh, you know, offensive schemes. You still got Taysom Hill to, you know, create some havoc, uh, you know, kind of thing. And then uh, hopefully Dennis Allen, you know, again, puts the guys in some good situations so that they can uh, weather the storm until they start to get some people back uh, on defense and, and that kind of Anyamata, et cetera, you know, those kind yeah. of so I think they'll I think they'll do well. Needless to say, Tampa is the one to, you know, to make it happen. But uh, the other two in that division, I think, are going to, you know, I think they're going to struggle a little bit because they try to figure it out, you know, with new coaching staffs, new new quarterbacks and et cetera. Do the Saints know. make the playoffs? Let me ask you like that. Uh, yes, they do. Yes. Does, does the Minnesota Vikings make the playoffs? All right. Uh, uh, they got you in the ring of honor, huh? They got you. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, actually. And, and here's the reason why. Here's okay, why. I want to hear this one. All right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so clearly Green Bay is going to be the one, right? Green Bay is in that division. You got to go through Green Bay. So I, I get that. But at the same time, I just look at it and say, hey, you know, they're relatively healthy right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, aside from all the – you know, shot situations and all, COVID situation, all that madness. Um, you know, if they just show up and just play like they need to play, they're going to do well. And I think the defense is going to turn it around this year. I mean, I think, you know, you got, you know, you, your edge rushers are back. You know, if you think about that, you know, even Everson Griffin, you know, is back yep. in the hunt, you know, if, if memory serves me correctly. And, and, you know, and, 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 you know, Hunter is back and, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that that, that defense is going to be better. Uh, you know, Zim is a defensive guy. He's not going to go two years in a row and, and show up with a bad defense. Like he said last year, my de- that was the worst defense he's ever, ever had to lay claim to. Uh, I know that's not going to happen for him again this year. So he'll figure some things out. They got some players. I'm, I'm glad they extended it, you know, like Harrison Smith, who mm-hmm. is a you know top notch, you know, great guy, good player, you know, things like like that, those are making good, solid choices and good moves. And, uh, you know, EK in the middle, you know, he's always solid, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to do enough to, to get there. Now, can they go to the Super Bowl? That, you know, depends on how they progress. That offense yeah. has got to, they got to put up some numbers. I don't care what the defense does. You still got to put up some numbers. So I, I got to make in the playoffs. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> I certainly have the, uh, have the saints in there. And I also have the saints maybe surprising some people. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to overextend myself, but Uh-oh. I just, like I say, man, I, I if, if Jameis is on point and, uh, and, and, and they get some people back. Yeah. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be nice. It's going to be nice. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I mean, this was awesome. We've learned so much. I can't wait to call Cam after this call, <laughs> after this podcast right now and just jump down his stuff and get at him, man. But th- right. thank you. Anytime you want to come back, man, you're more than welcome. Thank you for dropping by. That would do it for this week's episode of Total Access, The Locker Room. For more insight with The Locker Room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.